When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Baseball Together podcast, baseball family. For those of you new to the show, we are here to raise money for the nonprofit organization Called Up, whose mission is to give disadvantaged young ballplayers the equipment they need to play the game we all love. We also want to unite communities by improving or rebuilding baseball facilities in areas suffering economic or environmental hardship. At this time, you can support by purchasing t-shirts and other baseball-related apparel and accessories from 9plusus.com. 10% of all these sales go to the cause. Again, that's 9plusus.com. The number 9, P-L-U-S-U-S, dot com. 9plusus.com. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Baseball Together podcast, brought to you by 9plusus. Welcome back, baseball family. I am Brig, and as always, I'm here with Brad. I'm here. I'm here and ready. <laughs> We're shaking it off a little bit. Everybody everybody clinched last night. It's over. It's over. Now we know what the playoffs are going to look like. And right. uh, so none of us are getting any sleep, and it's just great. I feel like I don't sleep before the playoffs start, just because it's like... It's like the season's starting over again, and I know the Mariners aren't in it. I don't, I'd be a wreck if the Mariners were in it, and eventually when they are, I'm going to be a mess. But it, it's I feel like it's just as exciting when the postseason starts as when the regular season starts. If not more exciting. It's true, because you've waited so long for it. So long. So I have, to, I have a confession, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm listening, my son. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I have sinned. Um, I have a really hard time watching baseball in August and September. I don't know why. It's like about two weeks into August, I go, ah, I just, my school's starting, right? I need a break. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then about a week, like now, like right now in September, I've been watching mm-hmm. some games. And then, but I like starting on Monday, I'm going to be tuned in again and it'll feel like March. So I totally agree with you. Yeah. Well, and you know, they talk about the dog days of summer in August where it's just kind of like, well, and the other thing, the other thing too, is I feel like we're always really busy in August. So I don't even have a chance to watch baseball. There's so much going on. And this year, especially there was a ton going on for us in August and, and into September. So I didn't have a chance to. And so it was actually nice come September to be like, okay. And I, this is what I did. Every, this is what I did every night. Um, I'd be like, "Okay, who are the teams that are in the race? Where are they at? Who are they playing tonight?" And so I'd pick my game based on the playoff race. Yep. And and that's one thing that's nice about September is it does kind of rejuvenate you with watching games because by the time you get to August, it's like these games don't really mean anything. Yeah, and I think hard. that's another conversation we can have another day about MLB shortening the season. Yeah. Because they are talking about it, and I do think it needs to happen for that reason. Okay, interesting. But, yeah, we can go more into that another day. Yeah, but yeah. I just wanted to publicly admit. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I, haven't I think there's a lot of people who take August off, and like I said, because you're so busy, yeah. and also because the games don't mean anything at all. Yeah, I totally agree. So, anyway, yeah. so we're 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 like way back now, you know. Oh yeah, it's very exciting. All right, so today we have so we do have some current events. Not very many. There wasn't a whole lot that went on today this week, other than teams clinching. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not going to get get into that with the news section. Instead, we'll get into that with. Uh, the second the the second part of the podcast today, when we talk about the playoffs, we're going to do a, what we call a little playoff primer. Playoff so. primer. I'll save that for like when we. Do it. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to cut that. Yeah, and I'm going to put it right at the beginning of. The <laughs> <segment>. <laughs> All right. And don't and don't think that I won't. Uh, yeah. No, I... <laughs> I think you will. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So this week we had some big news. Um, one of my favorite Mariners ever. I'd say probably top five. Uh, Felix Hernandez pitched what is likely his last game with the Mariners. And I say that because, well, I mean, for one, his contract is up. Yeah. At the end of the season. Um, and I'm sure they're going to move on from him just because with everybody coming up soon, um, there's not really going to be a spot for him in the rotation. They moved him to the bullpen for like two days last year, and then they had to move him back because James Paxson got yep. hurt. Um, but no, that whole night, like watching and following that game, cause I didn't get to watch it since I don't have, um, since I don't have cable or satellite, so I can't actually watch root sports Northwest. Um, so I kind of had to follow along on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook and stuff. Um, but that was, it was an emotional night just because watching him, um, in his prime was so awesome. And then to see what he is now, like, I mean, he struggled through five and the third and gave up three runs. Yeah. I mean, five, six years ago, that would have been, if you'd said Felix's last game, he's going to, that's what it's going to be. I wouldn't have believed you. Um, but it, it was, it was cool to see how I mean the King's Court was ten thousand yeah. strong, which is the the section of for those of you who don't know it's a section of T-Mobile Park where they you get it's super it's a smoking deal holy smokes you get your ticket and you get a T-shirt and what they call a K card it's those big cards yellow big K, yeah Felix or King Felix K on it yeah with the crown you get all that for like thirty five bucks. And they're lower level seats, so they're smoking. Yeah, they're smoking they are seats, smoking seats. <laughs> you know. But yeah, there's ten thousand people in the King's Court, and it was awesome. When he got his first first strikeout, he turned and he acknowledged the King's Court, and it was it was so cool to just follow all those videos yeah. throughout the night. But Brig, I want to know: Has there been anybody who's retired or played their last game with a team that you like to watch, like maybe the Yankees, who you? Had all the feels for Oh, of course. Yeah, when Jeter retired, <clears throat> when Mo retired, mm-hmm. like, those, those two are especially stick out in my mind. Because we, like, got had a party. We're like, it's the last game. And it's and then for the retirement ceremony, right? Yeah. We're, I don't know. We just, we celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And if we can find a televised, you know broadcast or whatever we'll watch so yeah i get i got mm-hmm. super emotional those two times for sure yeah I, and i get that and the, and the thing that was kind of always funny to me was the way ken mm. griffey jr retired 
it was like you went to bed one night and he was a mariner yeah. and you woke up the next day and he wasn't and it was like two months into the season and i was kind of like yeah, i guess that's fitting for his personality because he had always said when i retire i'm gonna be here one day and the next day I no be here. i didn't <laughs> know that. that's how it was gonna be <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so that's exactly how it was and they're like well this, we kind of expected this we didn't expect it right now but this, we expected it yeah. to happen this way and we're fine with it you know he's he's earned it because mm-hmm. of the career he had especially in seattle and that year was a mess i mean i'm sure he retired oh, yeah. because he's like i can't handle this but um but yeah i mean so i didn't i don't feel like i get to have like that that last yeah. moment with my favorite player there Instead, it was just like the classic, like, oh, Junior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those moments are special. They are. Yeah. And, and I think they should be treated with the proper amount of deference. And, you know, and I think King Hernandez got it. He did. And and the thing that's funny to me, though, is that he says, we'll see if I can find a job. I'm not retiring. It's like, ah, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to be able to. I think that's. I think it's going to be it. It should be. Because he is not even close to what he was. Um, he can't even hardly get through any, a, a, like one inning pitched without giving up a run these days. I wonder if he could coach. Um, he missed, I don't know. I feel like guys who are that naturally talented, I don't know if he'd be able to be a pitcher translate coach. translate it into instruction. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, because – because I was telling you this earlier, but he's he's the first player who I saw come up, and I was like, oh, geez, I'm older than this guy yeah. when he was actually pitching in the big leagues. And so that's kind of the connection that I've always had with him, but also just his nasty stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah Phil. And the way he kind of reinvented himself later, because I read somewhere that he has actually UCL issue, issues. Oh, okay. But he didn't want to, he didn't want to have Tommy John. And I don't know how much truth there is to that, but I, I did read it one time, and I, and I think that that's where... Um, a lot of his problems come from mm-hmm. the last few years. So, but no, I I think this is probably going to be it for him. I don't know if a team's going to pick him up and put him in their bullpen because he doesn't want to be a reliever. Right. He was not happy when he got moved to the bullpen last year. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so they'll figure it out. I don't know. We'll see. It, I think it was it was a good way for him to go out as a Mariner. It's pretty typical for his for the way he's been pitching the last couple of years. But um, it was it was an exciting thing to watch. What about Will Harris throwing an immaculate inning? I think immaculate innings are so cool. I do too. That's that's awesome. So for anyone who's not familiar with the term immaculate inning, it's nine pitches, nine strikes. Yep. And you're nine out pitches, of the nine strikes, three outs, retire yeah. the entire side. Yep. Yeah, and I I think that's awesome. Anytime it doesn't happen very often. Like you think that that's something that would happen more often, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't happen very often. And Will Harris did it in Anaheim against the Angels last night. Mm -hmm. Um, It's currently Saturday morning Eastern, by the way. But I'm trying to see. There have been... I'm just going to look at how many there have been this season. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is the eighth Immaculate Inning this season. That seems bloated. It does. Last season, but, there were one, two, three, four. Wow. Yeah, and the thing that's crazy about that is that is a nod to great pitching to me. Yes. Because you're not just throwing junk up there. I mean, they're, I mean, maybe they're fouling a couple, like maybe one off, but 
they're not extending the at bat. No, not at all. So I, I have a story about immaculating. I okay. I witnessed one firsthand. Okay. No way. Like behind the plate. I was catching. Nice. Um, and I had nothing to do with the immaculate inning, by the way, other than just catching it. Because yeah. I was a as a freshman in high school and uh, I was I was catching, obviously. And we were going out for the last inning. My buddy was working on a complete game. And uh and we went out there, I, I warmed him up. And when we when he finished his warm up pitches, I, I went out to the to the mound and I told him I was like, Hey, um, I'm getting a migraine, so I can't see. Um, just throw <laughs> fastballs right to my glove. And he, and there was no other pitcher. I, I don't believe there was any other pitcher on that team who could have done this. And he's like, Oh, all right. Okay. And so I, so I, I moved inside and outside, you know, and like my glove up mm-hmm. and down and stuff, but he just, he threw nine fastballs right to my glove and they swung and missed every time. Get out. Because that's how good he was. Wow. <laughs> we're going off the field and we we're like, geez, we should have just done that all game. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was so funny because he he seriously just hit my glove so perfectly every time because that's how accurate he was. That's and crazy. So it was an immaculate inning. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. That's a good easy. story, Brad. That's good. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I think of that every time I hear about an immaculate inning, I just laugh to myself. <laughs> he could have just thrown fastballs for seven innings and yeah, so <laughs> it awesome. struck everybody out. <laughs> so awesome. Uh, there was something amazing. Speaking of amazing, amazing things, something amazing happened. Um, was it last night, two nights ago? With, with both? Cabin Biggio. Oh, Cabin, yeah. Yeah, so... This is why I I don't like the shift. Like I don't feel like they need to outlaw the shift because I feel like if you're willing to put if you want to put your players wherever you want to put them, that's fine with me. Um, but but I do feel like this is why the shift is not the best of ideas mm-hmm. because he placed a bunt perfectly. Like he just kind of like <laughs> chunked it, yeah. and and it ended up um, the left side of of second base. And he got a double out of it. Yep. And now here's the, the thing. In the shift. Yeah. Here's the thing. He's the second guy to get a double on a bunt this season. Matt Carpenter had one earlier this year where he just pushed it down the third base line because everybody was shifted to the right yeah. side. And uh, and he got a double That's out amazing. of it. So, and I don't know if guys are going to start doing this. I hope they do because then it'll get teams to stop doing the shift. Right. Um, and it'll just kind of like we've talked about before, market correction, because right. there needs to be, yes. right? Mm-hmm. That guys will start doing things again where they hit the ball where they ain't. That's because that's all right. you need to do. That's, that's all you need to do. Simple. Get on base, right? And then make things happen. Steal yeah. a bat. Steal a base. The next guy gets on base. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's that easy, and you steal a base, but... and the next guy gets on base. <laughs> I mean, that's how you win a ball game. <laughs> I know. Just kidding. Just get base runners and get them around. But no, I I do hope that this that guys start doing this more, I so it too. corrects away from the shift, and then we can just get more balls in play instead of everybody trying to hit it over the fence every time they're up there. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. I agree. I'm sick of home run. Focus. I need. I like small ball. Yeah, that's how you win championships. Me too. Me too. It's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Um, 
So one last thing before we before we take a break. I think this I think this can spark a conversation for another day. But I heard something this week where the top demographic of of people going to baseball games now and I I think this is so sad for baseball and and why they need to do something and fix it is knitters. What? Yes. Knitters. Um, knitters say knitters say they're the ones who enjoy going to baseball games the most. That older women or men, whoever knits, they like to go to a ballpark to knit because it's it's, you know, two and a half, three hours where they can sit uninterrupted. They can bring their needle and and yarn or thread or whatever and they can sit and knit during a baseball game. Holy moly. The fact that that is the top demographic going to baseball games, that's a problem for Major League Baseball. Yeah. So, wow. I think I think we will eventually spark we can have a conversation about this about what ba- what baseball needs to do to fix yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. But that I was embarrassed of being such a huge baseball fan. I was like, "Well, I don't knit, but man, maybe I should. I don't know." Jeez. <laughs> But yeah, I heard that this week, and I just I wasn't real thrilled about it, just because I love baseball, and I don't I don't want it to have that kind of reputation. Yeah, it's almost disparaging, isn't you know? it? It is. It is that that the only people who like to go to baseball games are people who want to sit and do nothing for three hours rather than knit. Well, and knitting is hard. And, you know, let's let let's not take away hard, from yeah. that. But it's it's not it's they're not going for the game. They're not engaged. That no, sucks. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Let's talk about this another time, but unreal. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just that was something I heard this week and I Thank had to you. share it. Knitters are the ones going to okay. baseball games. Uh, those of you listening, so. we want to know what you think of this. So, get on the group, um, leave a comment, send an email and tell us what you think of that. And you can also get on baseballtogether.com on the episode page and you can leave comments there if you'd yep. like. And we can kind of have a conversation about this stuff. Um, same thing with the Felix Hernandez thing. If there's a player who you watched their uh, their last game with your team, um, go ahead and share that with us. Tell us about who it was. Uh, tell us what it was like for you. Things yeah, like we'd that. love to hear so, those stories. Yeah. Well, let's take a short break uh, so we have some more time to talk about the playoffs. The playoffs. The designated hitter. The infield fly. A ground rule double. The dropped third strike. To some, these seem like strange things. To you, these are just baseball things. Shop the Baseball Things collection at 9plusus.com. Playoff Primer! Welcome back, baseball family. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get into the playoffs. Uh, but before we do that, I have a... I can't even... It's been so long since I've done this, I can't even remember what I called the segment. Um, where'd the name come from? That's right, where'd the name come from? Yeah, so we're going to do another where'd the name come from. This time, it's the Oakland A's, because it's been burning our souls for so long to wonder where the A's got their name from. Mm-hmm. So, That's true. this is according to todayifoundout.com. It says, uh, with the oldest nickname in baseball, the Athletics 
history spans the continent. Ooh, so exciting. And I'm don't I'm not just going to read this to you, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um so first, it was used by an amateur team, Athletic Club of Philadelphia. Okay, that was way back in 1860. And then in 1875, they turned pro and became the Philadelphia Athletics. Right. And then in 1955, they moved to Kansas City. Um, and then they were named the A's just because of the capital A on the team. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. And then they moved to Oakland in 1968, and they've just maintained it the whole time. So it just comes from being the athletic club of Philadelphia. So they just uh, flipped it around. So awesome. A measure of laziness there. Uh, yes. <laughs> as far as naming the team, which has been our complaint the whole time with days um but our big question i remember you asked this brig why do they use an elephant as part of their logo has nothing to do with the athletics that is the question and the answer is in 1902 1902 um the new york giants manager john mcgraw called the a's the white elephants and Connie Mack, who was the owner at the time, said, you want to call us the White Elephants? We'll be the White Elephants. And he actually adopted that as their logo. <laughs> and it has just, it stuck. It stuck. There was at one point even that the A's had a, because right now they have the green elephant on the baseball. At one point, yeah. it was a white elephant on a white right. baseball. So. <laughs> what's the, what's the, so like. The white, you're the white elephants of baseball, or something like that. Is that what they said? Yeah, yeah, that's what he, that's what he said. And Connie Mack was like, "Okay, we'll be the white elephants of baseball, whatever." Because oh my gosh. basically just saying that Connie Mack didn't know how to run the team. So, and in fact, Strong. he said, and and I guess the way that he the way that he said that was he was saying that Connie Mack shouldn't be allowed to spend money in baseball without supervision. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is the way a lot of people felt about George Steinbrenner for a long time, didn't they? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I think so. So I guess that's kind of a thing. But I think it's funny. And who was it? Was it Joe Madden who said, embrace the suck? Um, I mean, that's an army thing, so I don't know who else said it. Oh, is <laughs> yeah. it? He says, try not to suck. That, ah, Joe Madden says, yeah, Joe Madden says, try not to suck. There it is. That's right. I knew there was something he said was suck. I couldn't yeah. remember what it was, though. <laughs> anyway... Let's go ahead and get into the wild card matchups. And the reason I and part of the reason I brought the A's up was because they clinched their wild card spot. Was it last uh, night? Yeah, Friday night? It was last night. Yeah. Yeah. So they're gonna play the Rays in the first wild card mm-hmm. game. So I don't expect that to be a super exciting game. Probably not. <laughs> to yeah, be honest. Probably not. Um but I I'll say this. These are a couple teams, and I hate that the A's make the playoffs because of the way they do it, and the way and they're in the AL West. That the way they're building those teams, the Mariners should be able to beat them, but like they they can't because they just can't seem to win games. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> tell us how you really um, feel, Brad. <laughs> it, it's frustrating. It's yeah. so frustrating watching the A's make the playoffs. I mean, they they're in contention every year, and they don't mm-hmm, spend no. any money. You know, because I don't have money to spend, but I guess it's just a testament to Billy Bean the way he puts those teams yeah. together, right? That that he has a system figured out that if he puts this team together this way, and they're never World Series contenders, 
but they're playoff contenders. It's crazy. You know, which which is more exciting than losing 100 oh, games every no year. No kidding. So, so I give him credit there. I give him that credit. Got to. But So the A's are going to play the Rays. We don't know where yet because that's going to come down to the last day of the season, I think, because right now they're tied. Um, but, I mean, I guess when this comes out, we'll know. Yeah, and I don't know if it's October 1st or October 2nd. I'm going to look right now. But one of those two days is when the AL wild card. It's October 2nd, Wednesday, October mm-hmm. 2nd. So for those of you wanting to watch the Rays and the Athletics, it'll be on ESPN Wednesday, October 2. I'm just glad the yes. Athletics aren't going to play New York. Yeah, because they, yeah. they suck against them. <laughs> I can't it's true. believe Four it. It's true, 4-2 this so- year. That does suck. Against Especially when we go to Oakland, like it's just, it just might as well lose. Just don't even. <laughs> it's like just take the walk, right? Like I don't want even want to pitch to him. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know the A's looks like they've actually done really well against the AL East, sans the uh, the Red Sox, because they have. Oh, oh, geez, and not against the Blue Jays either. Oh, mm. and six against the Blue Jays. But they have a four and three record against the Rays. Whoa. So. So this, I don't know. I take that back. Maybe this game will be exciting because one game yeah. elimination, you know, it's it's like the game seven of the wild card series, um, and two teams who seem to have played each other pretty yeah. well this year. Um, I just need Tampa Bay to win because yeah. I need Tampa Bay to beat Houston, and I don't think Oakland can beat Houston. No, oh, not a chance. But Tampa Bay, I don't think Tampa Bay stands a chance of beating Houston either. But I do think they stand a better chance than Oakland does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, I'm pulling up their schedule right, like their uh, splits right now. But no, I mean, let's. I mean, we've talked about it. We don't think anybody really stands a chance mm. of beating Houston. But you want to try to get a favorable yeah. matchup. Um, the Rays did play Houston tough this year. They played. A, they uh, they were three and four against against the Astros. Um, and then. The Astros were uh, eleven and eight against Oakland, See? but they outscored them one hundred and three to seventy five. Oh my gosh! But they also outscored the Rays forty to twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, but that's see the Rays need to be the ones to play Houston. They do. They really do. That just has to happen. And really, that it really comes down to pitching, right? Yeah, it does. That if the Rays are going to beat the Astros, it's going to be because of their pitching. And they have great pitching. It, it, yeah, it, it's got to be it's got to be pitchers duel, and uh, I don't think Oakland doesn't have the pitching. No, oh no, 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 no. These need, but they'll be low scoring games. If Tampa Bay goes to goes against Houston, I I expect to see relatively low scoring games. Here and there, you'll have a, a high scoring game, but for the most part, you're mm-hmm. right. I think I want to see some pitching duels. As I think that's what we can expect. And I, th- I think that's what it's – I mean, it's been such an offensive year. I hate to say that that's what it's going to come down to. But the pitching is the difference, right? Yes. Every All these teams can hit. Yes. All these teams can hit well. But the pitching is going to be the difference. If you can slow down somebody's offense, then you're going to win. Yep. That's just the way it's going to be. And the Rays and the Astros are the teams who are more li- are most likely to do that. Because they actually have, if you look at the five teams in the American League who are in the postseason right now, um, the Astros and the Rays have the lowest number of runs allowed. Yeah. The Astros have allowed 632. This is as of Saturday morning. And the Rays, 644. Wow. Now, 
the Astros have scored 140 more runs. Sure, totally, because <laughs> their offense is no slouch. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. But um, but yeah, they actually have the biggest run differential in the big leagues. Wow. The Astros do. Jeez, um, they're run. They're at plus 274. Oh my gosh. Um, so they're just juggernauts, man. That that's why you can't beat them because. A, you can't score, and B, you can't stop them. Ugh. Same, but it's the same thing with the Dodgers. I mean, we'll get into the National League here in yeah. a little bit, but the Dodgers they're at a plus two sixty two differential. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh! There's something to be said for having a well balanced team. Well, duh, yeah, <laughs> it's like absolutely. <laughs> I know it's a no brainer, but I say that because um, there are teams that will try to focus on either offense or totally. on pitching and i mean the twins i feel like are one of those teams and granted they're at a plus 185 but it's because they hit so many hit stinking home runs they've allowed more runs than anybody in the american right. league playoff they're they've allowed 746 yep. runs which is why i think that the yankees twins game or series goes to the yankees i think i agree i think it will too um because the Yankees have better pitching, but man, that's going to be a fun gonna be series to watch. Like dropping bombs, if you like yeah, offense, for sure. That's going to be appointment uh-huh. TV. Uh, I'm going to watch every game in that series because it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And here's the other thing too with those, with that series, is that those games are gonna, because there's going to be so much offense. It's going to be close late. Yep. So that I feel like is what's really going to make it exciting and a whole yes. lot of fun to watch. Is those are going to be close, close games, and they're going to be bombing away. So the the ALDS games amazing. are on FS1 or MLB Network, depending on which game mm-hmm. and uh, which bracket, whether it's Houston and their opponent or the Yankees and the Twins. Mm-hmm. They'll be on FS1 or MLB Network, the entire, the whole ALDS. Okay. I, I don't like the playoffs being on cable i know it's unfair and and i know the nba does that they they have their games on like nba tv and tv or tnt or whatever yeah um i just i don't think especially the 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 mlb playoffs where it goes that one game wild card which espn has yeah which again is on cable um and then you go to the series the, the lds series itself Mm-hmm. I, that's redundant. The LDS itself, yeah. Um, and then you've only got the the LCS and the World Series. It limits your viewership, and the playoffs are so short. I mean, it's only a month. The NBA playoffs are like a month and a half, two years. months. Yeah, it does feel like eighteen years sometimes. It's super long. It is long. And and I know the NFL playoffs there. That's a month, you know. Yeah. But there's less rounds. I feel like the fewer, but they're also on network TV. Yeah, they're on if network. If you have TV. fewer rounds, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be putting it on cable. It needs to be on network TV. I agree. the The playoffs don't go to network TV unless you have TBS. Some people that is in their network, but um, Fox. Yeah. The first game on Fox is uh, ALCS game one. Uh, Sunday, October twelfth. Mm. So that's the first, the first network television yeah. game, and then the World Series will be on Fox this whole year. Yeah, yeah, it's always on Fox. 
But no, it, it bugs me because I want to watch those those division series. I know. Because we're going to have some good ones this yeah, year. We really are. Okay, so you think the Yankees are going to beat the Twins in the ALDS? Yes, I think we're unanimous on yes. that, aren't we? So then the, all two of our votes. All two. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're putting the ALCS at Houston and New York. Yes. Who and that's who does who wins though? Don't make me say it. Okay. Don't the, say it then. Don't. Okay. So I'll just weep. I will into my say cups. though. It. What's that? I said I'll just weep into my cups. <laughs> Pretty much it. <laughs> I will say though. I do think that's going to be another really good series. I do too. Um, because it's going to be which breaks first, right? Yeah. Does Houston pitching stop Yankees hitting, or does Yankee hitting overpower Houston pitching? It's the classic, you know, catch-22 scenario. Yeah, because you know the Astros are going to score a bunch of runs. Yeah, but the Yankees... But can the Yankees keep up against that pitching? That's the problem. Yeah, it will yeah. be an offensive battle. Yeah. And here, how about this? Um... So as far as runs scored, yeah, and you know the Astros kind of got off to a slow start, super slow. Speaking. Yeah, I agree. Um, but they scored a, a nine hundred and six runs. Yeah, the Astros did, and the Yankees nine hundred and thirty eight. So yeah, but we've got thirty guys um, on the injured list at different points in the season, and our big big scorers yes. too. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say is that the Yankees went without a lot of their offense for much of the season, yeah. um, and. Uh, the Astros are just on they're this just historic amazing. tear right now. Yeah, they're just amazing. And and this is one thing that I think will be telling. I like to look at the last ten for these yeah, teams. For sure. So the Astros right now are eight and two in their last yeah. ten. The Yankees are five and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So possibly not playing well right now, going to the playoffs is not the time to be five and five last I agree well but they clinched and maybe they're doing some rehab work and they're they getting could some, be yeah. you know that's how I look at that I don't know but I think you know if guys right. needed a break or if you needed to get some of your your um, extended roster some time this is with time to do it so uh-huh. yeah oh and it's like it's like Joe Madden this week he said um, that he was resting his his starters against the Cubs this, this yeah. final weekend the, the the Cubs, the right. Cardinals. I, yeah, I was gonna wait and see <laughs> this final weekend because you know, I, and I get it. You know, if you don't, if they don't need to play, then there's really no re- no reason yeah. to. Why risk injury? So going into the postseason, yeah, because anyway, sure, yeah, because you don't want to pit, you don't want your your ace, you don't want Darvish to blow up his elbow or nope. Chris Bryant to tear his ACL, and then he has no right. trade value. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly so, right, and they might both so end up in Anaheim. The Yankees could be doing that because so. they clinched. Yeah, exactly. So, yep. so I don't. Know, I've I've got the Astros coming out of the American League. Is that another uh, two person unanimous no, vote? Unfortunately, no. I <laughs> don't I don't want, want it, it to be. be. I want the Yankees to make a World Series appearance, and I I think they can. I just think they're going to have to bring every single tool to the table every time they play Houston, which is an assumption. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean that's like super duh, right? But. You you just can't mess around with Houston. One false step, and you literally will get run over. So it only takes one bad inning, yes, and the game's out of reach. Absolutely true. 
So that's what I'm saying. (laughs) If you get it, if you let them get any momentum for one inning, before you know, it'll be nine, nothing. I know. So I don't know if it'll work out, but I want the Yankees going to the world series. Um, I think Houston is unstoppable. Yeah, I agree. I, and I would like to see the Yankees just because we haven't seen it in so long. I'd like to see the Yankees go, and also yeah, because I don't, I don't like, like Houston. Houston. Nothing against the city. It's the Astros. I uh, I will just plug this again. <clears throat> as difficult as it is to say, if the Yankees don't make a World Series appearance this year, just an appearance, it will be the first decade yep. in franchise history that they've not appeared in a World Series. I, and huge. I think that's significant. All right, let's move on to the National League. Yeah, yeah. The National League, I think, is going to be... Gonna be- a riot. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. So, first, we have the wild card game. We have the Nats and the Brewers, who are both playing uh-huh. amazingly. Yes. Holy smokes. Eight. Both teams are 8-2 and two in their last 10. These teams earned Absolutely. their wild card spot. Earned it. They killed it down the stretch. These are two yep. fun teams to watch, too. Uh, you talk about balance. I mean, the Nats have the Nats have Scherzer and Strasburg. That's it. I mean, if you love, but if you love pitching, yeah, yeah, on. yeah. I mean, they're great. Which I do. I love watching pitching because I can't do it. But you've got two of the best pitchers in yeah. the game right there, and that. So I think that alone would make uh, make the playoffs exciting. But they've got to win first. They've got to beat the Brewers in that one game playoff. <laughs> they're not going to beat the Brewers. <laughs> I don't think they will either. <laughs> They're not going to do it, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the Brew Crew, man, they're yeah. so good. They are so, so good. And I can't believe that Yelich is out, and they're they're doing even better almost. It's bizarre. I don't know. I... Yeah, well, and I think what happens when guys lose like this, so I actually heard this on uh, – so 95 when the Mariners made the playoffs. Um, my aunt and uncle bought me the cassette tape that they put together, the Mariners put together yeah. for that season. I still have it, by the way. I haven't watched it because I don't own a VCR, but I still have it <laughs> kicking around. Um, so for those of you out there who don't know what a VCR is, it's a it's a DVD <laughs> player for film. I don't know. You you gotta. It's a it's a, a good description. It's like a Blu-ray player, but for old people like us. <laughs> You got to rewind yeah. the tape. It's actually a tape. Literally, it's a tape. <laughs> Be oh kind gosh. and rewind. Anyway, <laughs> so so Griffey broke his wrist that season and missed like a month and a half, and they they went on an amazing stretch while he was gone. And Jay Buner said everybody just stepped up yeah. and did their little part, and everything came together. And I feel like that's something that happens yep. when stars go down is everybody says, okay, this is my defined role. This is what I'm doing. That Everybody is more compartmentalized, and that's why things kind of work out better. When you have a star, you're kind of like, oh, well, he'll help. He'll help pick up some, a lot yep. of the slack, you know, um, which is unfortunate that it does happen like that because you see, I feel like you see it happen yep. top to bottom in sports. Um, and I mean bottom, I mean like the youngest. That I remember being like 10 and it was a close game, and we had one, you know, we had our our best hitter coming back. Oh, it's fine. He'll he'll hit it, and, we'll, it, you know, he'll drive in a couple runs, and we'll win. And that's the way it happened most of the time because that's what the best players do. And I feel like you kind of have that same approach going into um, an at-bat right. with, like, Yelich. 
oh, there's two guys on base. Here comes the three yeah. home run. No big deal. Yeah, and that's the way it works but out. Then it, uh, you know, when they're not there, like you're saying, it becomes this next man up thing, and everybody's on point. You know, I love mm-hmm. that. That's what the Yankees have done this yeah. whole season. That's why they are where they are. But I think that what we're seeing very similar phenomenon in Milwaukee, and it's very exciting. I don't know. I I so I'm an underdog. I'm a slut for the underdog story. I just am. <laughs> and and so when I see Christian Yelich go down and then these guys even pick up the pace, I'm like, get some my blood boiling, man. I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go, baby. This is going to be special. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, proud of them. Think they're doing awesome. Don't think Nationals – I don't think Walgreens mm-hmm. stands a chance against them. And uh, – <laughs> That's it. That's how I feel. Yeah, I think I think the Brewers are gonna are gonna take it too. Um, but here's something that's that's crazy about the about the Brewers. So they have a run differential okay. of five plus five. And tell the listeners at home what a run differential means. So it's based on the total numbers number of runs that they've scored minus the number of runs that they've right. allowed. So they have scored five more runs than their opponents this entire season. That's it. That's very That small. is it. And I have I have right now I have in front of me their splits, which is like the breakdown of like their wins and losses and yeah. things like that. Um I love baseball reference by the way. If you like stats and you like to like really dig into teams, baseball reference has in depth stats for every team and every player. And it's it's a rabbit hole. It is a rabbit Just hole for anybody who, like I said, if any if you like stats, it can be a yeah, real Jake. rabbit hole for you. When I first found it, uh, <laughs> when I first found it, I spent a whole lot of time in here just kind of getting to know everything, and um, I love using it. So, in one run games this season, the Brewers are twenty seven and sixteen. Okay. okay. So so if it's a close game, the Brewers yeah. are going to win, pretty much is what that says. Um, and then in blowouts, they have a they have a blowout stat, which is if you if they lose by five or more, or if there's if the differential of the game is five or more runs, they're eighteen and twenty two. Whoa! So that says to me that if you score five runs or more against the Brewers, yeah, you yeah. will probably win. Wow! So, yeah, that's that's kind of a big deal, it I think. Is. And I. I don't think that Walgreens is going to have that problem. I think they could do it. <laughs> I <laughs> I think they can score five runs against Milwaukee. Do you? They only get one chance. I, I think they do. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and and here's the thing too. So I'm doing the math on this right now as we're sitting here. Uh, as of Saturday morning. Walgreens averages 5.3 runs per game. See? See? There you go. Whereas the Brew Crew only averages, um, they are at 4.8 runs per game. Ah. So maybe so, the Nats. Maybe we're wrong on maybe that. We're maybe we're wrong. Maybe it is going to be the Nats. Maybe Walgreens will take that wild card game. I doubt it, but it just doesn't feel right. But it's possible. Okay, so then yeah, and it, oh sorry, no, 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 go you go ahead. Oh. I was gonna move on. Okay, I just one last thought. 
it could be that the Brewers are are so hot right now and rejuvenated with that yellow injury. Yeah. You know that they have that motivation. Do it for do it for Yelly. Yeah, I don't for know. sure. That that's that's what they're at. But uh, I mean, but that also assumes that the Nats aren't motivated. So I, I mean, know. they are. I think that's but... a game to watch. Yeah, I do that, too. That's a game to watch. So then, okay, St. Louis and Atlanta. Who do you got? Oh, first, by the way, first the National League Wild Card game Tuesday, October first on TBS. Thank you. Beer and beer, beer versus Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so in the <laughs> in the NLDS, we've got uh, LA playing whomever wins the you know, wild card game, but then we've got, and I don't honestly, I don't think it matters who wins that wild card. They're not going to be the Dodgers. Just like yeah. the Rays and the A's aren't going to be the yeah, Astros. I agree that they're just, they're just playing to get yep. beat in the next round. Yep. It's a money grab. Okay. So St. Louis and Atlanta, that game starts, uh, it's either, it's October 4th. Nope. Yep. October 4th. TBS. Okay. Wow. Both of them are on TBS. Cool. Both of the NLDS games are on TBS October fourth. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Anyway, who do you have? Uh, who do you have beating St. Louis? <laughs> <laughs> so you think the Braves are going to beat St. Yeah, Louis? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. Really? I don't think they're going to beat them. No way. Um, because I don't know how Acuna is going to be. He got injured this week, and they shut him down for the rest of the season. They said he'd be ready for the playoffs. Yeah. But how ready will he be? I think he'll be fine. I don't know. I feel like injuries take longer to heal at this point in the season because you're exhausted. Yeah, well, I mean, that's true. That's true. But I think he'll also step it up. Yeah, he will. You know. Man, I don't know. That's a tough one because you asked that before you started talking about the series and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there trying to think, rack my brain. And I've actually been thinking about this for days. I don't know who's going to win this one. Mm. This is one to watch. No, for sure. This is going to be a good one to watch. Yes. These are two pretty evenly matched teams. And it's it's going to be a, a really good watch. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Do your fancy um, stat watch thing. My fancy stat thing? Yeah. Oh, with run differential. Do those things. So tell us, Brad. <laughs> and yeah, we'll see if we can <laughs> see if we can make a decision or something. Yeah, uh, Acuna's Acuna's injury is a left groin strain, by the way. So yeah, that seems like that would linger. It's kind of a core thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So the Braves have outscored their opponents by 116 runs this season. The Cardinals nine uh, by 95. Okay. Um, however, the Braves have scored 100 more runs. Yeah. Than the Cardinals. So it's going to be another one of those series. And, and we've talked about the Braves pitching, that it's kind of an issue. It is. That the Cardinals are going to have good pitching, but they can also hit. It's a matter of the Braves being able to break through against that pitching. I think so. And I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to. Well. The Cardinals, to me, are one of those teams that... It must be nice being a Cardinals fan because they're always in contention. It yeah. feels like, right? And if all they have to do is get to the playoffs, right? And and they're a threat. And and that's part of the reason I don't feel like the Braves can beat them. I'd love to see the Braves beat them because I like the Braves. I've always liked the mm-hmm. Braves. 
for like 90% of my yeah, life. me too. But um, thank you, TBS, yeah, for that. Right. But I, just, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like they're going to be able to beat the Cardinals because I feel like the Cardinals, if they get to the playoffs, they're guaranteed to get to the uh, NLD, NLCS. I don't think so. I think Atlanta takes it. Yep. Yeah. Should we make a wager? Yes. I don't know what we'll wager. Me neither. We'll <laughs> <laughs> a bang energy. Okay. We'll wager a right. bang energy. We'll wager a bang energy drink. Speaking of which, a little sip <laughs> of my black cherry vanilla bang. This podcast bang. is powered by bang energy. It is. Not just this episode. Really? I didn't say this episode. I said this this podcast. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> because I drink one while we're doing it, and I drink one while I'm putting it together. So <laughs> I usually have one too. I don't today, but I usually do. Okay. So okay, so we have the we have the Dodgers for sure going to the Absolutely. NLCS, and you have them playing the Braves. I do. Do you think it matters who the Dodgers play? No. I don't either. But I do think the Braves, <laughs> the reason I want the Braves to win and go to the NLCS is because I think the Braves have the best chance of beating LA. I don't think St. Louis has a chance against LA, but I think Atlanta does. And that's why I okay, want to see yeah. them in the to, I, that's why I need them to move on. Cuz it'll be the best game. And I agree with that. Yes, I agree with that. It would be for sure. Um because I feel like the Dodgers would just run all over. They'd run the Cardinals yeah, out of the stadium. They would. They, it wouldn't even be a good series. So for entertainment value and for the good of baseball and for what's fun to watch, I want Atlanta and L.A. in the NLCS. But here's this. So this season, the Dodgers against the Braves. Yeah. The Dodgers are 4-2 and two against the Braves. Ooh. And 3-4 and four against the Cardinals. Oh, my gosh. So either way, it seems like we will get a good series. Yeah, but I do think that we get a better series against the Braves, even though they're four and two against them this season. Um, I still think it's be better. Yeah, yeah. If the Braves get through the Cardinals, they're gonna—I mean, they will have heated up, obviously, yep. and they'll be playing on a different level than what they were possibly when they played the Dodgers. Because there's—I no, will say this—there's no context there. There's no—we uh, don't know how they were playing before and after that series leading up. So either team. Totally. We don't so. know who was hurt, who was not. Could have been before they brought in yeah. Keichel. I don't know. Yes. You know, we don't know. Could have been. Oh, speaking of Keichel, I have to, this has been driving me crazy for a week. Last week, I was referring to Kimbrel and I said Keichel. Ah. And I was like, gosh, there's no way for me to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> well, make your public but apology. No, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, my public apology, I confused Kimbrel Keiko. I can't imagine with two K names, but No, it sounds like how could you do that? But yeah. No, it makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> well, and they were in circum similar circumstances, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then do you think regardless of who makes it to play LA, do you think LA wins? Yes. I think the I think the Dodgers are going to the World Series. So again. you're calling it Houston LA in the World Series this year. Yes. And honestly I hope that happens. Because that series two years oh. ago was it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. That was such mm -hmm. a good series. So exciting. So much fun to watch. I lost so much sleep during that World Series. Yeah, me too. Like, so sleep deprived. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it was unbelievable, and I'd love to see it again. 
Because the, both those teams are so much better offensively even than they were then. Oof. Yo, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Juiced baseballs doesn't hurt. It's true. So I posted this. Speaking of juiced baseballs, I posted this on um, on the VIP group. Somebody had posted something about juiced baseballs. But I was listening to an interview. Um, Dan Levitard did an interview with Billy Ray Cyrus, who claims to be a huge baseball fan, but I don't know. He's yeah. crazy. But he they <laughs> asked him about juiced baseballs, and his response was, whose balls are juiced? <laughs> so anytime anybody mentions juiced baseballs that's what i think of whose balls are juiced <laughs> oh my gosh okay so if we have an la houston world series yeah. do you think houston houston do you think houston takes down la again yes or do you think the dodgers you think that houston will take down I do. LA again they won't finally break yeah through? i do at that point if we do end up with Houston, L.A., I am going to want L.A. to win. Oh, me too. I'd love to see L.A. win. For the underdog thing and for to watch Houston lose and, like, all this. There's all these reasons. And I love L.A.'s team. The 104-win underdog. <laughs> I know. Isn't that stupid? It's... Against the 103-win juggernaut, right? It's like it doesn't. Uh, it's... What are we supposed to do here? It's just so funny, you know? Yeah, it's funny. And it, and I do feel like it's like, oh, just pick the team with the best record. Oh, and by the way, Houston has 105 wins right now. Right. Um, Ugh. It is. It does feel I like it was 103. It was 105. Oh, they just they just won two more as we were sitting here talking. Of course they did. <laughs> and you know, Justin Verlander pitched in his mind. So <laughs> it's an inception. <laughs> um. I do feel like it's kind of a cop out to pick the the hundred and five, hundred and four win teams. But just because it's like, oh, you know, you just picked the best teams to go. But they're playing so much better than everybody else right now. It's not just the fact yeah. that they've won more games. It's that right now they're playing better than everybody. Yeah. And that's that's why I think that we're gonna see those two teams in the World Series. And who knows? Like somebody could hit a wall and all the offense could drop off, the pitching could implode and and we'll see somebody else. But yeah. that's and that's why we watch. That's why we watch. Well, okay, so my hopes and dreams are for a Yankees Braves World Series. That's what I that's what I want. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it is possible. It might be a kind of a long shot, but that's what I want. Right. Um I like I said, I don't know that we'll get it, but do you have some scenario that you want to have happen? The one that I would like to see is I'd like to see a Yankees Dodgers World Series, New York yeah. versus LA. Be killer. Um, part of that is because I am on the West Coast and I want to see, uh, I want to see a team out west represented. And I don't consider the Astros West. Um, I know they're west of the Mississippi, and to everybody east, that's considered west. No, Astros are not a West team. They belong in the mm. AL Central. Yeah, and they're they're like a faux West team. No, yep. I want to see the Dodgers in the World Series because. A team out west needs to, needs to represent needs to be represented in the World Series because I'll, yeah I'll watch if the Braves are in the World Series but of most course. of the western side of the United States I don't think will hmm interesting and you know it, there might be a benefit because it is the Braves because they've been on TBS forever and yeah. every, and everybody in the country gets to watch the Braves yeah but still if you're gonna get 
out of all the National League teams, those those are the two best teams to be able to represent in the World mm-hmm. Series, right? Yeah, because of because of population. But I, of I would rather value. see, yeah. yeah. But I'd rather see the Dodgers because there is way more market value. I don't know if LA is going to tune in with, for the Braves. Mm, probably not. Yeah. They, they my... might just say, "Hey, the Lakers are starting up soon. The Rams are playing well. I'm done with baseball for the season." Except for my buddy Timmy, who's out there in Porterville. Yeah, he's going to nice. tune in if the Braves turn on for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's that is one concern that I do have with with the Braves possibly going, but hmm. um, I don't know. I I just like to see the Dodgers. I'd like to see them finally break through and win a World Series. And if they don't, I want to see them tear the whole dang thing down and start over again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yes. That's fun to watch too. I agree. I need, I need a lot of change. I don't know, not Me a too. lot, but I need some change. I like change. Yeah, we'll talk about change that. Change is fun. Change is fun. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we'll get into that in the postseason or the off season, and talk more about teams changing and what they what we think they should do. What 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 they are doing at the time we talked about them, but we're gonna go through every major league team every this one off of season. Yep. And it's gonna be a hoot. It'll a be hoot and a half. epic. So let us know your World Series picks. Who who do you have going through um, to the World Series? Who do you have winning? Let us know because we want to hear it. Because postseason talk is so much fun. It is. And tell us why. Tell us why you think that that team's going to win. If you're a Yankees fan, just say I think the Yankees are going to win because I love them. Or if you think the Dodgers are going to win because you love them, I don't care. Tell me who. Tell me why. It'll be it'll be fun. We, a fun conversation. Yeah, we want to know. So. Go ahead and wrap us up, Brig. Okay, thanks for listening. We love you. And uh, <laughs> don't, don't forget. Goodbye. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't forget you can shop uh, for awesome team-specific colors and team-specific T-shirts and stuff like that on the shop at shop.9plusus.com. And we've got it all. Um, stuff just for baseball people. And it supports the podcast. It supports our goals to um, give charitably and give get kids the opportunity to play baseball and uh eventually in the future we're going to be building baseball facilities that's yeah. what we do that would be awesome yeah and you can also jump on baseballtogether.com and read about baseball i'm going to have something coming up here pretty soon uh five things i learned from the regular season um whether that's up now or within a couple of days it'll be up before the playoffs start um, and then we'll have, like I said before, we're going to have a lot of stuff about the playoffs because that's a ton mm-hmm. of fun. And uh, there's also a link to the shop on BaseballTogether.com as well that will take you to 9 Plus Us. So you can shop and you can get the Baseball Together t-shirt and represent the podcast while you're walking around and also 9 Plus Us. But baseball family, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review the podcast, and we will catch you next week.